this is George Kroos with another episode of Thoughts from the Car. I'm just actually heading to the Edmonton Airport and uh, heading to Pennsylvania tonight for an event tomorrow. So i uh, really blessed to be able to do what I do. And one of the things I want to talk about today is the idea of the importance of sharing our stories and the ability to do so. And I think that um, being innovative is one thing, having these amazing ideas uh, that you might want to try with your students, something you want to do personally, something that isn't the norm, something that, you know, is different from um, what we're doing before. I think that you can be the smartest person in the world, know your ideas inside out, but if you can't effectively communicate them, I think that uh, a lot of those great ideas go to waste and, and people don't embrace them. And that's why being able to share your story is actually so important. And one of the things that I try to get people to think about is how, you know, the presentations or the style of speeches or presentations that we are interested in and what, what bores us and what we actually teach to our students. So, for example, I'm sure that everyone listening um, has been to an in-service day where, you know, uh, they've sat through the boring PowerPoint. Now, I don't, I don't want you to think PowerPoint is the issue. It's the... Uh, it's the notion of bullet points, because I think actually PowerPoint, Keynote, uh, if you do them well, they can actually be very effective tools in helping convey a message. I think it's how we use them that decides if it's boring or not. Um, and, and so I think that what we do is often we sit through these boring bullet point presentations where people read their slides um, as they are, and we sit there and we're distracted, we, we lose interest very quickly. And everyone's sat through this, and I think this is kind of a norm. But one of the things I find fascinating is that a lot of teachers then teach that skill to their kids in that same manner. Like we still have kids doing, you know, bullet point presentations, and they're going to that as opposed to something more dynamic. Now, I'm not talking about Prezi or something like that. Prezi, for a lot of people, makes them seasick uh, just watching it. And I think the when we use things like animations or you know flashy graphics uh, in the presentation of what we actually do, um, we're almost you know trying to have the uh, the animation make it more interesting as opposed to the content. Now I don't think visuals are a bad thing. In fact, I think if if you use them in, in a powerful way, they could actually help bring out your message. I, I use a lot of uh, short video clips. I try to keep it under a minute long. Uh, I also use um, a, a lot of visuals that help convey a message. And what I find, what, what I try to do is I try to actually have the visual help me tell the story uh, and spark something. So it, it's not, you know, I have notes or I rehearse a speech. It's much more authentic and real, and it's something that you can see that um, it, it's something I lived. I think that if, if we just read, you know, a speech from something, um, there, there's places for that, but when you're trying to get an idea, it has to, people have to see that this is something you live and breathe, and it's just part of your being. And I think that how we present a message um, is really important. And I know that a lot of people have seen me multiple times, and um, some of the content I've shared in those multiple times has actually been the same. And someone came up to me and said, well, I wanted new stuff. And what I said to them is, first of all, what did you do with the old stuff? So are you just sitting there, you know, hoping I do the presentation, you know, um, you know, a new presentation so you can just have new content but not necessarily do anything with it? 
it's really important to understand is if if you if you've seen someone speak before and you've seen them and you know their content, I encourage you to watch their delivery because you can learn something from that process as well. And, and when I actually look at um, how you know speakers speak as someone. Uh, who is a speaker? I, I watch speakers really, uh, you know, uh, closely because I think that there's a lot of learning that could actually happen through the process of seeing how someone delivers their message. And so I, I determine, ooh, that really works. The audience, uh, this is actually something that, you know, totally disconnected or, you know, that's something I could do or something, oh, that's great for that person, but that wouldn't necessarily work for me. And I think that, you know, if you see that message, use your time wisely and study other things. And uh, I always give the analogy that uh, I am a huge basketball fan. Um, and then one – and I, I, I just love watching games. But then I became a referee. And to become a better referee, when I watched games, I didn't watch the game. I watched the refs. And I saw what they were doing so I could learn from that process and learn from things that, you know, other people aren't actually watching. And so I think that if you want to be, you know, be able to share your ideas, I think that's a really important thing. And one of the things that I've learned um, in my career uh, to help me understand uh, or, or to, you know, effectively share an idea is the importance of building rapport. And I remember distinctly one presenter uh, started off with an analogy and said something that was extremely complicated to the audience. And... I would say a very small percentage um, of people actually understood the reference that he had made. It was, it was something that he said that was in a different language, and um, you know, he's, it, it, it was a French and it was an analogy, and uh, it actually uh, immediately he lost a lot of the audience because they felt that this was someone totally above them and someone you know who you know who you know was going to almost talk down to them the entire time. And I think that you lose a lot of people. They, they don't just have to see that you're smart. They have to relate to you. Um, but on the other hand, I've seen, uh, I've studied videos of people like Jim Valvano. Now, if you don't know who Jim Valvano is, uh, watch his ESPN speech at the, the ESPY Awards. To, to me, it's one of the greatest speeches I've ever seen in my life. And it's just so from the heart, and it connects people. But I, I spent a lot of time watching some of his other talks. And one of the things he does beautifully is the first thing he does is he doesn't want you to get to know him. He shows you that he knows you. And he will talk about um, the audience, or he'll talk about the speakers that preceded him, and he'll share those ideas. And you feel comfortable. You feel like you connect with that person, and you feel that um, you have some common ground. So when they challenge you, uh, you feel it's like your buddy challenged you. You feel like it's a friend, and you're more open to that as opposed to, you know, someone you dislike or someone, you you know, uh, who who almost makes you feel like they're they're being condescending. And so that building rapport is, is really important. The other thing, too, that I, I really suggest to people when they're talking about new ideas, things that are, you know, challenging and going to make people feel uncomfortable, is try to develop what I call a 360-degree view. Try to think about the arguments against, what you're about to say. You know, people are going to say, oh, you know, this, there's no time for this, or what about this, or what about this, what about this, and actually list those arguments and go through them before you actually give the presentation or, you know, share your idea, and talk to people, get, you know, their feedback on what you're saying, you know, get the things that they actually disagree with, and why that's really important is because within, you know, the sharing of the ideas, 
you want to either debunk or address those those negative things they're going to be talking about so that you're, you're doing this before because you're not just trying to look at it from one point of view, uh, but you're looking from all points of view, and you're trying to, you know, go through that thing. And I think that um, if you can't debunk some of the arguments that will be made against you, maybe the idea is not that good. And so I think that really is helpful to try to have that 360-degree view. And the last thing I'll say is the importance of of connecting to people when sharing your ideas. I have a lot of people, you know, who, um, you know, challenge me in a certain way, and they just go after my ideas, and they just, you know, and eventually, to be honest with you, I tune them out. And it's not because I disagree with their concept. It's the way they treat me. It's the way they make me feel. And... You can be, like I said at the beginning, you can be the smartest person in the world, but if you can't relate, if you can't see this, people tune you out. And I think that, you know, trying to find common ground, what what are the things you agree with? What are the things that you see so that people see that we're on the same team, we're, we're trying to figure these things out together? Um, and so to talk in a way that builds rapport, that, you know, understands, you know, some of their concerns, um, and, and sharing ideas, but if, if you simply attack, if, if you go on the defensive, um, that, that's going to lose a lot of people. And I, I actually, I, I read something, and I can't remember exactly where it's at. I just know it's not mine. And, and they talk you, they talked about the difference between arguments and discussions. Now, arguments have a winner. Uh, you know, someone's going to win and someone's going to lose. And, you know, if you're sharing an idea and there's a winner and loser in the process, Probably the idea is not going to go very far, but when you have a discussion, when you have conversations, when there's a back and forth, when there's, you know, ideas being shared, the winner is the idea, not the person. And I think that's a really important thing. So, you know, as I started this earlier, the focus is is about the idea and the ability to share this. And I saw some, you know, young students, brilliant minds um, this summer in Ohio. And what really captured me was not how brilliant they were with science only and, you know, entrepreneurship. It was their ability to convey messages to people that people were really excited to back them up, you know, to do this. And they made it very, you know, human and, uh, you know, attainable. And so I think this is a skill we need to not only teach our students, but we need to learn ourselves because, you know, as we move forward and we try these different things, as we, you know, push forward in pursuit of, you know, serving our students and what's best for them, um, and, and hearing their voice through that process, the best way to, you know, make those ideas move forward is the ability to convey them and have people embrace them. So sharing the idea is something that, you know, we all need to learn through this process. So I hope you enjoyed the conversation, the, you know, uh, the topic. I would love to hear your thoughts. I look forward to more conversations. I hope you have an amazing day, week, month, whatever, and have a great day. Thanks for your time. Mirror, mirror on the wall Tell me, mirror, what is wrong? Can it be my daylight clothes Or is it just my daylight song? What I do ain't make-believe People say I sit and try But when it comes to being daylight It's just me, myself,